with me in the programme today in studio, um, I have a gentleman called Matthew Whitney, a very special um, friend of mine who I actually have known um, for a few years now. Um, and I've invited him in to talk to us in the studio today because um, I suppose I've learned so much from him. He has agreed to come because he has said to me, sometimes people are labelled with things like, you know, the words disability and things like that. And he doesn't like these labels. And he wants to say to the world that here, look, look, world, um, you know, this is crazy. Uh, I am um, an achiever. I have a, a, a lot to say. And I have also got a very big brain. And there's a lot more to, to me than these labels. So, Matthew, um, you are very welcome to the studio. Yeah, thank you. And thank you as well for being with us. So we're just going to have a little chat today, aren't we, Matthew? Yes, we are. Okay. Yeah. So now, Matthew, I would like you to tell me a little bit about your interests my primary interest is history. So that's one thing you're really interested in, isn't it? Car, cars. Mm. Cars. Especially classic cars. Mm-hmm. Like, like Jaguars and um, Bentleys and Rolls Royces. Okay. And... Um, Aviation and um, the history of the Cold War, right? And all, and all that happened during the Cold War, so until Mikhail Gorbachev came to power on the eleventh of March, nineteen eighty-five, after the death of his predecessor the previous day. Okay. So, um, why, Matthew, you've talked to me a lot over the over the last year or so about the Cold War. What is it about the Cold War that interests you so much? Well, I've heard about it on television over the years since I was a little boy, mm-hmm. but I struggled to understand it. But since I was 11, I began to understand it. So, and you know a lot about the different people who were in power, say, in, in the Soviet Union? or Yes, I do. Mm. I know about Lenin, Stalin, Khrushchev, Brezhnev, Andropov, Chernenko and Gorbachev, and... Yeltsin and Medvedev and Putin. My God, I don't think there are many people out there um, uh, and, uh, around the local area here who could name all of those out like that. Um, you've got an, in, an extraordinary brain, haven't you, Matthew? Yes. You know, and, and you remember things, don't you, especially dates. Yes. And you remember things very well. It's extraordinary. I know that um, I could ask you all sorts of questions and you'd know the answer to them. So, like, for example, if I said to you, when was the Magna Carta? 12.15. Um, and what was it about, or who was involved with that? Um, it was King John of wow. England. Of England, wow! And then you know the Prague Spring. The Prague Spring was nineteen sixty-eight, when got uh, when um Alexander Dubček 
came to power at the age of 46 and wanted to liberalize the communist regime in Czechoslovakia that was crushed when, when Warsaw Pact countries with the Soviet Union brought in their soldiers and tanks into Prague. And what year was that? And that was 1968. Okay, okay, that's extraordinary, really. Um, uh, we'll ask you another one. Yes. Just one more, and I'll ask you more later on then. So the t- tell me about the Titanic. Well, it sank in 1912 mm-hmm. with a lot of lives lost. And um, among the victims were John Jacob Astor and Benjamin Guggenheim, the two mi- only two millionaires who died. Okay, and why is it that there was only two of the very well-off people who died? Because they couldn't get onto a boat. I guess there was too little lifeboats left for mm. You're very interested in aviation and um, in, well, that's not aviation, but you're interested in transport in general, aren't you? Like ships, planes, trains, boats, um, cars. Aren't you? you love that, don't you? Yes, I do. You know? But however, you do go a lot to around to a lot of um, car shows and exhibitions and yes, that kind of thing, do. don't you? Where, which is the last one you were at? I was actually at a rally not so long ago and it was lovely. Yeah, you really enjoy that, don't you? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. And you know a lot about cars, I yes. must say, you know. And um, so you're interested in history, particularly the Cold War. You're interested in cars. Another thing that you're very interested in, I think, from talking to you over the years, is kind of equality, social justice, that kind of a thing. What kind of a world do you think we should have? And what's wrong with the world today? People are too greedy. And... The poor are getting poorer. The rich are getting richer. We should introduce where people from very, very rich backgrounds Mm -hmm. coexist with people from very poor backgrounds. You were saying to me before that you'd like to see everybody having enough what? Enough food? Enough? Enough money just to live on Mm -hmm. a dignified wage a dignified wage yeah that people can actually have enough money that they can actually get by properly on on a day-to-day basis that's a really really good good way of putting a dignified wage yes Uh, something that i think you're i know that you're interested in is um is spirituality yes uh, it sounds to me like you've got like a you know a direct connection up there to the powers that be. Tell me a little bit about um, your your idea of spirituality and your idea of God. What 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 is God to you? Who is God? What does God look like? Or why is it important to you? God is the supreme head of all this world and all the planets in space. Mm-hmm. He made the world. He made the planets in space. And um, I disagree with Charles Darwin's theory that the, that that we descend from apes. But I believe that the wor- 
the world. The, wor the world was created when God created all the trees and the animals, the people, our first parents, Adam and Eve, then Cain and Abel, then than the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, and and at the moment, you, you would talk to God, wouldn't you? Just you pray, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. And you like that. It's been important to you, isn't it? Yes. It's important to you to pray yeah. and to talk to God. You just talk naturally like a conversation or? I talk naturally to, like just like a conversation. Just yes. like we're talking now? Yes. Yeah, so you kind of talk and um, do you see God in your mind or? I see God in my mind. And what does God look like? Dove, a dove. A dove? Okay, so God looks like a dove. So when you see it in your mind, you see this picture of a dove, a white dove, is it? Yeah, a white okay. dove. Okay, yeah. And has God been important to you in getting through difficult times? Yes. I had a difficult time when I, in, in 2005, I had um, an epileptic a very serious, a very serious status epilepsis. And I had to be rushed to hospital by ambulance. And I was put on a, li put on a life support machine. And I was unconscious for three whole weeks. And the doctors informed Tim and Hillary and my friends and the rest of my family that I wasn't going to pull through. But here I am. Here you are, thank God. And so God was important to you in that time. Yes. That's extraordinary story, really, Matthew. And um, it's great that you, you, you pulled through. You must have some really powerful inner strengths Yes. And uh, gotten a lot of help from your praying to get through such a, a really difficult time. Okay. So could you tell me, Matthew, um, a little bit about your views on how people with disabilities are treated? They were treated disgracefully, which was ages ago. Yeah. And they were treated with pity. They, they were treated with little respect for their rights. In the past? Yeah. Do you think that's changed? Yes, it is changed. Good. Do you think life is better these days? Yeah. Yeah. And is there any, is, is it, are there other areas that you still think that need to be improved at the moment? Well, I would love to say that Disabled people should be allowed to to, dr to drive their own cars. Mm -hmm. There should be a car um, for a person who cannot talk or walk or speak um, that could drive it, that the person could drive by... Um, by by commanding it by a nod of the head, okay. so to speak, mm -hmm. or, or, um, or a little 
jerk of the head on a pa- uh, on a, a little switch. Okay. On the side. Of interesting, the interesting, and um, you know, day to day things. Um, are there day to day things that bother you about the way people are treated, like the availability of services, or you know, transport, or footpaths, or um, any of those kinds of areas? Um, yes, I. Yes, it mm. is. Well, I think. Um, all footpaths should be level, should be, um, should be, uh, lower down. Okay. In future. And, um, what about cars parking on the footpath and things like that? Um. Do you find they get in your way sometimes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of the positive things that I think um, is, has happened in, in recent years is this policy by the government, um, um, whether it's working or not is another matter, but the government policy in uh, moving people out of congregated settings into living in the community. And you've been going through um, a process where um, you're in the process of moving out of um, a care home, a residential centre, and um, you've been planning and you're in the process of moving in, hopefully eventually in the next few months, um, into your own place. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that and what you think of that idea of, of no longer being in residential care, but, but moving into, into the community, into your own place? What's exciting about that and what's good about it? And what's maybe, is there, are there pieces of that that worry you or overall is it a good thing? It's a very good thing. And tell me now, what would you, what do you think will be good about having your own place? My own independence, and um, well, it would be a good thing if I could um, uh, get around the community with the assistance of somebody. And um, so you, your independence your own space, being able to get around. Um, so you really think that that's a good policy? Yes. Yeah. And um, do you think it takes too long for people to do that? Well, it could take, pe- take people a, a very long time. So what do you think about um, people with disabilities' access to education? Well, it's good. But we have we we need to respect the uh, peop- non disability uh, people who don't have disabilities and uh, need to respect people who have disabilities right to a college or university education. So um, I have to congratulate you on having such a, an extraordinary life and an extraordinary um, uh, view on the world. Um, I suppose we could leave it there, but I'd love to have you back some other time for another little chat. OK. Yeah. And um, once again, I would like to thank you uh, so much for being here. And um, I think it has been an eye opener for all of us and um, certainly would love to see you again. And thank you very much.